Hey friends, Kaylee here. Just before you get started, a quick note. Zoom was having a tough day when I recorded this with Naomi. So there are a couple lags and a few of those more really weird clicky things that I had trouble with in Abby's episode too. But just so you're aware, hopefully it won't decrease the positive listening experience. Uh, Sure. But yeah, so we'll get straight into the episode, but just wanted to make that note. So if you hear any lags, blame Zoom and cue the theme music. Welcome back to the Disaster Masters podcast. That's not my intro, but we're working on it. It's fine. Uh, I think my intro is usually, hey, friends, welcome back to the Disaster Masters podcast. Sure, we're going in with that this time. Everything's kind of a work in progress here at the Disaster Masters podcast. It'll settle at some point. Um, Today, I'm joined by a very cool person. Introduce yourself, cool person. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm Haley's friend from school. And outside of school. <laughs> yes, we are friends. In, it's a general broad friendship now. Yes, general broad friendship. Uh, <laughs> goblin connection there. Yes, goblin friends, which we will explain later on in the podcast. <laughs> the whole goblin thing. So we today are going to do a little bit more character conversations. I did an episode with Spencer all about her character in the long campaign, Sariel, who you've met. Because you also play in the long campaign. Yeah. Yeah. And I also did a episode with... Is that a fly? It is a fly. Okay. There was a fat fly in my room earlier, so if he's back, I'm sorry. No, that was in my room. There was a fly. And I was like... I'm saying if he's in mine, I'm going to apologize because he was thick. Valid. <laughs> Valid. Um, yes, I also did an episode with Joy, which will probably be up before this, um, talking about her character from the previous long campaign, which we have dubbed The Long Shot, uh, named Meg. Hey there, friends. Editing Kaylee here. Um, Just a quick note about that episode with DMT member Joy that I just mentioned. I know it also came up in the episode with Abby not too long ago, and I promise that that episode will be up soon. However, I have been having some technical difficulties with it, and I might end up having to re-record it with her. So it should be going up very soon. But until then, I'm apparently going to keep mentioning it, who is a chaotic little halfling. Not unlike your current character. Are all halflings just, like, kind of chaotic? I've never played with a halfling who isn't, so sure. It's like, they're supposed to be, like, good. Yeah. Lawful good guys, right? I mean, they don't have to be lawful good. Like, here's the thing with D&D, right? Is that there's certain... Yeah, you can do whatever you want. But, like, there's certain, like, recommended alignments for certain races or classes mm-hmm. like clerics should be good or lawful in some way shape or form just like paladins should be good or lawful in some way shape or form and rogues should probably be neutral or chaotic or whatever but yeah you can you can kind of do whatever you want like there's lots of wiggle room it, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day as long as you're having fun you always so, do this a little chaotic halfling <laughs> yes <laughs> So we're going to talk about Roscoe today. Yes. He is a very fun character. He is the halfling druid that you are playing in my current long campaign. Yes. So tell me about Roscoe. I mean, I know a lot about him already, but tell me anyways. (laughs) All right, I'm just pulling up his character sheet. Wonderful. Uh, So he is a little halfling, uh, a lightfoot halfling. Uh, He comes from like a little hermit. Do you want like his background? Yeah, go for it. 
All right, so he is kind of a hermit now because he grew up in the woods with his parents. And then one day he was like, you know what? I kind of want to go explore on my own, get closer to nature, and, like, just strengthen that connection. So mm-hmm. he became a hermit and was just kind of, like, vibing in the woods for a while. And then he was like, yeah, I want friends again. So now he adventures. Wonderful. And, yeah, so we're going to talk about his build a little bit. And he's a druid. We already talked yes. about that. Um, he is currently a level five, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Yes, that'll change up soonish. Uh, <laughs> so, in terms of his like actual stats, yeah, what did you choose to go with? Like, did you roll your stats? Did you use base yeah. ones? Uh, so the person that helped me set it up uh, has like played a bunch before. So okay. it was during a class. Yeah, um, like we played another thing I class. wanted to talk to you. Yeah. About. Um, so he helped me set it up, but like didn't super explain what was happening at the time. All I know is I was like, okay, I'm rolling the die. Um, mm-hmm. I rolled it a bunch of times. We wrote down the numbers from each roll, and then I got mm-hmm. to choose from those numbers what goes in what um, yes. slot. Nice. Yeah, no, that's that's like the traditional way to okay. set up your character. There's also yeah. like base stats, which that's I believe why, yeah. not mistaken is like 8, 10, 11, 12. 13, 14, something like so that's that. That's why Roscoe's, like, super beefy. It's just because I had good roles. Yeah. Well, not beefy. Like, his brain's beefy and he's brave, but he's quite weak. Yes. Beefy brain. Love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, every so often, and this, this art will go up eventually on the Disaster Masters Instagram, but every so often a phrase is said in these episodes, and <laughs> I just know that I have to draw it. And, like, you're also... Inspiration strikes. Yeah, and, like, you're also an art person, right? So if you are stricken by anything, feel free to send me some art. I'll put it on the Disaster Masters podcast Instagram. (laughs) I want to do another Roscoe drawing, because I just did that drawing of Danny DeVito today, and Roscoe (laughs) is based off of Danny DeVito. Of course Um, he is. Yeah, if you've seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Uh, Mm -hmm. Frank Reynolds, Danny's character in that, um, Roscoe is based off of him, but a little more good yes he's leaning to the good but he's still like chaotic and grumbly and it's true he's just this little scheming little boy yeah Yeah. and uh what's his last name naomi because i love that okay (laughs) so i was just using a name from one of those like starter books Mm -hmm. and it was like traditional or like common uh, halfling names. Uh, so Roscoe was his first name, and I was like, yeah, that's fun to say. Mm-hmm. And for the last name, I saw something that started with a T, and I was like, okay, that doesn't look too bad. Like, I can say this word, Tabasco, because um, like the other ones, I was like, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, let's, let's go something easy, like Tabasco. And it wasn't until, I think, like the fourth session that I realized it was Toss Cobble. Yes, it was supposed to be Toss Cobble. <laughs> I spelled it Toss Cobble. But you've but always was, pronounced it Tabasco. Yeah, Tabasco. I was like, Roscoe Tabasco. Yeah. It was like Toss Tabasco. It, it wasn't right. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, Roscoe Tabasco. Yes. His pronunciation. He is a great little guy. Yeah, you can say it wrong. Just say it with confidence and you're good. Yeah, of course. You can DM tip. As long as you say bullshit with confidence, nobody will notice. <laughs> um, yes, we like to do... That's how Roscoe's been at his uh, same <laughs> HP for the whole time. 
Exactly. Yeah, no. I leveled up to level three with the first campaign, and I don't remember if we changed my total HP. Who knows? But yeah, every so often I'll do like a DM tip in these episodes. Mm -hmm. Oh, sweet. Um, You can feel free to throw in a DM tip if you want, or a player tip since you've never DM'd. Yeah, so his backstory is kind of fun, like now adventuring, former, formerly Herbit, Herbit, Hermit. Herbit the Crab. Herbit the Crab. Herbit the Frog. Roscoe Uh, the Herbit. Uh, yes. And he is, so you actually had him built for a different campaign that you played. Yeah. So tell, talk about that a little bit, because that's an interesting, you got into D&D in a very unique kind of fun way. Yeah. And it's fairly um, recent as well. So yeah. Uh, so this past, uh, this past winter semester, um, one of my, cl- I took a class called Forms of Fantasy, and it was just like general nerdy stuff going on. And I was like, that should be fun. Uh, like Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, Epic of Gilgamesh, and like a couple of other things, mm-hmm. or Gilgamesh. And then we, ha- so I was like, this should be fun. And I get there and he's like, all right, so we're going to be reading one book each week and then discussing it and I was like I can't read a Game of Thrones book in the week uh, <laughs> Sparky Notes and I were like pals um, but yeah then we had this assignment that was play an RP- a tabletop RPG uh, with your group that will be decided in class uh, for a minimum of 10 hours and then like write about your adventure and write an adventure, a fantasy narrative from the perspective of someone who lived this adventure mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know what the hell an R- tabletop RPG is Mm-hmm. going into this and someone's like D&D and I was like I, Dungeons and Dragons is all I know and I got yeah. put into a group with it started with four other people but then one girl switched groups uh, because there weren't enough people in the other group mm-hmm. uh, one guy had like super played before like long time player yeah. uh, DM for a while one guy was like super duper into it but also was like just starting out mm-hmm. but like he acted like he knew exactly what he was doing but we're like oh. and then this other girl was like I tried playing with my roommates we don't know what's going on and I was like I don't know, I don't know what's happening Um. anyway so every single single week we would meet for three hours mm-hmm. we surpassed the 10 hours necessary and at first i was like this Fantastic. is horrible i <laughs> want to go home now um <laughs> but then like i i got super into it and we actually became like pretty tight a uh, good friends like after campus shut down we met up on campus to finish our campaign that's so um, fun in like five hours one night <laughs> oh my god that's yeah. so fun though yeah so i was like oh i actually really like this and i wanted to keep playing because it's just kind of fun to like adventure and get it's a lot more creative than I thought it would be mm-hmm. um, I just thought I don't I didn't really have any thoughts about it like no yeah. thoughts had empty it was just kind of like okay. I feel like a lot of people kind of know of D&D but don't yeah. actually know anything about it and they're just like oh yes nerd stuff and then they never yeah. find out anything like, nerd game you yeah. ask to do stuff and you roll a die to figure out if you can do stuff but yeah the way it was set up was really fun and chaotic and I laughed a lot and so I was like I want to do it again and I think I mentioned to you that I was playing mm-hmm. or something yeah and then you're like, play? And I was like, play? Yes. Yeah, that, that's was, the story. Yeah, and then I invited you to the one-shots. Yes. And then you ended up joining the current long campaign, which yeah. is a lot of fun. And so you actually carried over your character from the previous campaign, Yeah, Roscoe. I am really attached to Roscoe Tabasco. Yes. Roscoe Tabasco. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's a fun little guy, and he fits in with the very kind of chaotic but well-intentioned party we have for the long yeah. campaign right now. Like the little misfit toys. Yeah, kind of. A fun cross of like little misfit toys, chaos, and just like searching for their parents. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes, Caliban's ever tragic search for his family. Um, yeah, something I talked about with Spencer in her episode is just like, yeah, D&D characters don't really have happy backstories. Like, they can, but most of the time they have to have some, like, tragic element or, like, tragic motivation. Because you don't the trauma really- that caused you to adventure like this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So Roscoe's gotten into some uh, some some trouble in the long campaign every so often, just like some little fun fun bits of trouble here and there. Um, what are what are some some uh, shenanigans he's gotten into? Um, so he accidentally made everybody fight last week. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit of a schwipsy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he walked. He walked into a room or something? Or he said hi to something? Oh, he the, said the hi to a shadow things. monster. It was, right. Yeah, they were, like, in the forest, and he walked up to the shadow monsters and was like, hey, guys, what's up? Because he's really trying to, like, leave his hermit days behind. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, oh, I'm going to befriend these shadow monsters. They can help us out, you know? Like, let's, you haven't tried talking with them. Let's try that. And it didn't work. And then we had to fight them. And Roscoe was doing absolutely terribly. And this is once his very weak HP was revealed. Um, So he wasn't fighting and was just hiding after starting shit. It's true. He, like, hid behind Cabarank, yes? Yeah, yeah. He hid behind someone his size and was like, (laughs) ooh, I made a schwoopsie. Mm -hmm. Yes. I do also enjoy, Roscoe tends to have, like, fun little mini side quests that he himself, like, (laughs) propels, which is very fun. Um, the most recent one is you and Abby's character. Abby, a wonderful member of our DM team here at the Disaster Masters podcast, whose episode is already up. And her character, Ellie, who is another half foot, but this time up half foot, halfling. Is she a light foot too? Do you know? Yes, she is a light <gasps> foot too. You guys are both light foot halflings and she's a bard. So you two both ended up in Roscoe's swamp, which is the swamp where he lives outside of the main big town they play in, with Caliban, which is Scott's character, who we've already talked about, because you guys picked up a transportation crystal that only works on halflings, and both of the halflings decided to grab it. Because we tried to steal it. Yes. Because Caliban was like, or sorry, Cabrink was like, I'm not sure I should take it. Mm -hmm. Why not put the rock in your pocket? And so we tried to force it in and then zoop back to the swamp. Yes, and so now the party is split, which is interesting. Uh, I didn't really intend for that to happen because I was going to send Caliban back to you guys, like, (laughs) right before the halflings decided to grab the crystal. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't anticipate our thieving little fingers. Yeah, but yeah, so now the party is split two and three, and we'll see what happens in this week coming up. It's a Thursday while we're recording this, so a couple days, because we play on Sundays, and you can uh, find out what's going on. But yeah, so so you've been playing in this long campaign now for what, six, seven uh, sessions? Yes. Something like that? Started in May, I think. I think so. Early, early June or mi- late? It was before June. Before June. So like middle of May, probably? May, yeah. Yeah. So like probably seven sessions-ish. Um, what do you think so far? I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice also, like, if you look just at the social aspect, it's nice to have something to, like, get up for on Sunday mornings and then just be social for, like, a few hours, which is really mm-hmm. nice. So, like, the routine, the social is really nice, but it's also just fun to, like, flex a creative brain and go on mm-hmm. an adventure from my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the nice thing about the campaign that I've written, and, like, not to toot my yeah, own Yeah, that's the anything. other thing, is that, like, you've written it all, which is yeah. super dope. Like, the other one was just from the book. Uh, yeah. It was, like, the Ghosts awesome. of Salt Marsh, which was fun, yeah. but it's, like, super dope knowing, like, your friend wrote it. Yeah. Like, not to toot my own horn or anything, but it, it is a, a very homebrewed campaign. Toot, toot. Um, 
but also because there's so much detail in this world, like theoretically, you guys could go anywhere. Yeah, I love or that. do anything, and so it's like you have a lot of freedom, and that also leads to like more fun kind of socializing stuff. Yeah, you know, and like we usually end up playing or not even playing, like, talking for, like, at least half an hour before and after. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you and, by extension, Roscoe, think of the rest of the party? Roscoe loves them. So does Naomi. (laughs) Uh, Roscoe, because of his little hermit background, has trouble being around people, but Mm -hmm. he's trying to surpass that by trusting people and joining these different campaigns and adventures and, like, meeting Mm -hmm. new friends. So he's vibing. Um, Naomi's vibing, too. I've only... I don't think I've met any one besides you in person. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, because Abby was Haley's roommate, right? Yes. You've probably met Abby briefly in person. I might have, yeah, because I've been in their room. Yeah, yeah, you've probably met Abby briefly in person. You've probably also met Spencer Was it Abby's bed I fell asleep on? Yes, probably. So I've slept on her bed. <laughs> Sorry, Abby, uh, when you listen to this, I took a little nap on your bed. <laughs> yes. So explanation, Abby was my best friend Haley's roommate back at our college um, in our residence. So <laughs> Naomi and I met because she and Haley had classes together and then they started- um, a sex you know, class, excuse you. Yes, specifically a class about sex because- they're both in SMF, which is Sexuality, Marriage, and Family Studies. Yes, little wiggle dance there. Nobody can see you. It's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to describe it. Um, I am waving. Wonderful. Yeah. I also sometimes forget that this isn't going to be like a video. It's just going to be the audio. <laughs> so I'll like make faces and then I'm like, I can't do that. Nope, they can't see me, can which is great. Dad I'm in pajamas. And yes, I did. <laughs> Bless you, Craig. <laughs> yeah so uh that's how naomi and i met is we have a mutual friend and then we started hanging out because we're both absolute goblins who like crafts yeah i got invited to study group and then um we didn't study it was just drinks and pizza yes it was 100 (laughs) percent just drinks and pizza Um, and then we went for coffee uptown like the group mm -hmm. did and I was like, okay, cool to meet you again. And then I completely abandoned the group for that dog for like a while. <laughs> yes. And I threw up twice. Yes. And then we went to a craft store. Yeah. Two craft stores. Yeah. We walked like six kilometers rain. around yeah. KW in the pouring rain. And then neither of us got sick, which is amazing. I think or just our energy protected us that day. Probably. Yeah. We went to two different craft stores, including a Michael's, and just ransacked the yeah. section. Like cart full. Yes. They I gave me so a trash bag for my fabric. Yeah. And I just put my tr- stuff in my trash bag so it wouldn't get wet on the bus. I and know. people were, like, moving around for me, shuffling in, like, drenched. I know. I think, honestly, that I spent, like, at least $100 on yarn that day. Oh, my God, yeah. Probably more. I know I spent $50 on fabric, um, not counting, like, um, the little fastenings and the elastics. Yeah. And, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, though. Yeah, Seriously. That, that was a dog. fun day, though. The dog got out again, though. Yeah, we uh, we saw a dog running past, and Naomi handed me her coffee and then just booked it. After the <laughs> I didn't even say bye. I just left. No. Well, I saw the dog, too, right? But I yeah. the foresight of Kaylee, hold this, and then take off running. Like, you did it with your coffee. You handed it to me, so yeah. we, and then you ran. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Priorities. Yeah, the little terrier named Rat. Yes. And after about an hour, half an hour. It was about 45 minutes. Yeah, because we chased him cornered him, lost him, chased him again, 
a guy like launched himself off his bike to tackle the little dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, the owner came up and was like, oh my God, you found the bastard. He got out again. And then on <laughs> Facebook, like two days ago, I saw someone like found a terrier in uptown pink collar. I'm like, I swear to God, it's rat. Yeah, seriously. And reading the description, I was like, that's rat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. If the owners of um, rat bastard, the tiny terrier, cause that was the dog's name yeah. are listening to this. Um, yes. We are the ones that chased your dog, and please just stop letting him get out. <laughs> like, Build a know, better fence. Get a better fence. Get like, a harness. I don't just do something, man. Keep it on a leash. It's very small and evasive. Yeah, seriously, and fast. Oh my god, maybe yeah. I'm trying in a race. Yeah, seriously. I have never seen a dog so fast. <laughs> me neither. Like Jesus. Also, like thanks for uh, thanks Rat for getting me to exercise again. Yeah, I mean, hey, throwing upsides. Up. Silver linings. <laughs> yeah, that was like a nice bonding experience for us. So I think it solidified our goblin energy of like yes, definitely sprinting, puking, and then just continuing on and yeah. ransacking craft stores. A hundred percent. Oh man, yeah. we we walked so much that day. We walked to the different to like a different city. <laughs> we did. We were in Uptown Waterloo, and we walked to like downtown Kitchener. Yeah. <laughs> Not even downtown Kitchener. We walked to like sketchy Kitchener. If there's any like like uh, industrial areas. Yeah. We walked along any, the train tracks. We did. If there's any Waterluvians or <laughs> Kitchenerites listening to this, we walked at least like four kilometers that day, like just to the one craft store in Kitchener. I just, I just love, yes, we Ubered to the second one and then only because it had absolutely started pouring. Yeah. Like again, to the Kitchener Waterluvians, you guys know in like, like not quite winter, but like not quite spring yet either when you'll just get like the absolute sheet rain. Like just, it'll be not raining or it'll be just drizzling and then suddenly everything's drenched and you don't know when it started raining. <laughs> you know, like that vibe. Yeah. That's what our-, oh, our it's, uh, is. it's drenched now. Yes. You're just like, oh, I'm very wet now. Okay. Um, <laughs> neither of us were wearing- coats that were waterproof no because it wasn't umbrella. supposed to be like that no oh, yeah your umbrella broke yes and then and i bought, bought a new, new umbrella one. and we threw your other one out in that weird sketchy dumpster yes. we were just doing all the all the goblin activity yeah and then we absolutely we bring out the absolute most chaotic parts of yes yeah. yes absolutely <laughs> but it's fun it's a it's a fun time it's good vibes yeah. Anyways, uh, going back to D&D here. Yes. Yeah. So you are playing this campaign and you like the people a lot and it's a fun kind of social thing, right? Yeah. So when you started playing D&D with us, you would played one of the one shots with us and you'd played for your class, but you still went into it like f- with fairly limited experience, you know? Yeah. I was babied. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's, that's the best way I can describe it, I think. In my first campaign, uh, like, super coddled, but no complaining. I'd be like, oh, is this a thing I can do? And so the guys would, like, look it up in the book and be like, yes, or no, or hey, let's tweak it, and then yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just me kind of asking questions into the void and then getting a response. Yeah, but, yeah, so you had kind of limited experience. And even if just, like, time-wise experience, because that's what I like yeah. to say is, like, you can play a lot of D&D in a short period of time, but also you're still kind of limited experience-wise yeah. unless you've kind of been playing for a while, because the way you play D&D also kind of, like, evolves as you play it longer and longer. But yeah, so you had, like, not a ton of experience. Like, experienced enough. You knew what was going on, but not a ridiculous amount when you joined this long campaign. And you'd also never played homebrew before. No, I was, like, I was aware it was a thing, but I don't 
don't think I thought about it. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, you got to select him from the storybook and, and go from there, mm-hmm. which apparently is not the case. No. Um, a lot of long campaigns are homebrewed. Not all of them, obviously, but like a good a good chunk of them. So what do you think of playing in homebrews versus like the pre-made modules? Oh, so much more creativity in the homebrews. Mm-hmm. Like the pre-made one, I think was definitely a good way to start off because mm-hmm. it explained some of the rules. But yeah, like the maps would be drawn out, but also homebrews make their own maps sometimes mm-hmm. and stuff. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there's just a little, a lot more wiggle room for creativity, the homebrews. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And like, so just, I, I think it depends if you want chaos or structure, like yeah. creative chaos or structure. I think it also depends on how much you want to play with the rules. Yeah. Not that we don't play with rules because we do, obviously. But with homebrew, the rules are inevitably going to get like a little funky. Yeah. You know? Like uh, the first campaign I did got like that towards the end because uh, one of Roscoe's things is he can create or destroy water mm-hmm. and we were fighting these like fish people um, <laughs> but they were like completely amphibious. Yes. And so he was under, he came out from the water onto a boat and I was like, Ruh, Ruh, we don't like that. I'm going to cast destroy water on him and the dm allowed it and i rolled super duper well and so we i evaporated this dude's water from his body yeah um, so i don't know how much of that's like allowed allowed or if it's like uh, yeah can you destroy the water from someone's body i don't know we should like it's iffy i usually say because i've i've been in situations kind of like that mm-hmm. it's you can do that like i'll allow it but only if the creature's already dead oh yeah so like and you can't- i killed this dude yeah through evaporation <laughs> yeah seriously like if you're fighting like a water elemental and you're like destroy water it's like oh, okay maybe like i'll maybe let that kill it but if you're fighting like a legitimate creature and you're like i'm going to destroy all the water in its body first of all it's gonna be a much harder role and secondly i usually say that's fine but only if it's already dead otherwise yeah. you have to roll like a nat 20 yeah so speaking of rolling yeah um I talked to Scott about this a bunch, but that actually ended up getting cut out of his episode because it was way too long. <laughs> so I'll probably re-release Scott and I talking about dice as like a fun little mini bonus episode. Um, and if I don't, you can use this recording as proof that I should <laughs> to anybody listening who cares. <laughs> hold it. Uh, hold her to it. Yes, Releasing hold me a to little it. dice if special. If you want a little dice special. But um, you have not really started down the like dice goblin path too much yet. I almost made some during the long campaign. My first one, I had like the resin and everything in my cart Mm -hmm. and I just ended up not doing it because money and I was in the middle of like, like I was about to move. So yeah, which is fair. And like dice making is so cool and so interesting, but I also feel like so many people underestimate how many supplies you actually need. Yeah. Because you also need, like, a respirator and, like, all the stuff. And it's, oh, like, so I'm going to do that. You should. <laughs> <laughs> Just open my window. <laughs> yeah. But, yes. So you have um, yeah. a couple sets now. I was going to create, like, oh, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It was, like, one of the healing potions. You know, you have to roll mm-hmm. the D4s for it. Yes. Um, one of the guys in my group saw on Reddit, someone had um, put resin in a jar. And, like, they let it, they layered it and put dye in, like, throughout it. Mm-hmm. And then at the top, they left it the space. And they put a few loose dye or dice in there. I don't know. Dye or dice? Dye is singular. Dice is plural. I wrote it backwards for 21 years. <laughs> 
Oh dear. Oh, I got big brain up in here. That's okay. Um, yeah. So the dice, thank you. We're at the top. And so you shake it to like find how mm-hmm. strong your healing potion is, but That's it's so just fun. so cute. So yeah, I was going to make that and then. That's super fun. Um, but yeah, you have a couple of sets of dice now. Yeah. Yes. Pretty. Yes. Dice are very pretty. They're very easy to collect. Very hard to stop collecting. Um, just for anybody listening who is starting out playing D&D, investing in a set of dice that makes you happy and that you find like aesthetically pleasing is a good idea. But just be warned that if you do buy dice, you're going to want to continue buying dice. <laughs> I actually got yeah. you some dice for your birthday. They're so pretty. Yeah, I got them because I was like, A, Naomi will like this, but also B, it kind of goes with Roscoe. Yes, it's like very watery, which mm-hmm. super love. Um, like water themed collage happening on my wall right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like gold, like rose gold flecks in it. They're like shiny and like Roscoe's kind of like a crow person, you know? Mm-hmm. Like shiny collects. Yes. Grabbing, grabbing man. Yes, he likes he likes collecting things. I'm doing the grabby hands right now, you know? Yes. The like, yeah, the, the thing that... The gimme grabby. Gimme grabby, yeah. Yeah. Um, all my friends do that. I'm not sure who started it because at least this one, a very specific type of grabby hand I'm demonstrating that none of you can see. Um, it looks like I, a little talking mime. Yeah, I, I was the one I think who started that because I've been doing this for years, but the like other grabby hands, the like baby grabby hands, <laughs> I don't know started that because so many people I know do that like yes give me anyways I yeah. started doing that because of that little baby baby Yoda I was like give me food gummy yes you love baby Yoda yeah I brought a drawing my friend made of him with me out to Vancouver but I couldn't bring the like 12 by 16 canvas she painted of <laughs> uh the child himself which I'm kind of bummed about incredible it's real cute that, yeah it sounds cute so to kind of like wrap this up a little bit so we don't go on yes. too long <laughs> you've played like we mentioned in a couple of the one shots now well you've played in one of the one shots we've run a couple but you've played in one of them yeah Specifically, you played in the all-evil one-shot. That was different for me because I try to be a a nice person. Um, Yes, you are a nice person. Oh, thank you. Um, Wow, we love turning British because we can't accept compliments. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Sometimes I'm just like straight up Jersey when people try and compliment me and I'm like, what is this voice? (laughs) I was going to say, oh, I love that in a Jersey accent, but it was just going to be British again, so I had to stop. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, that wasn't that was fun because I I tried to do more of like a chaotic evil for that because I was mm-hmm. like I can be a little shit disturber yeah. and that can be evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we played that one shot, and then I'm not going to say too much about the one shots that are happening in the future because we have a, we have a list of ones that are going to be happening over the next little while, and it's a very fun, very like kind of diverse list with some of the requests from the little Google form I sent out. And the next one we're doing, which you already know about, is pirates. Yes. And I want to be a sexy lady pirate. Okay. (laughs) Everybody is so excited for this pirate one shot. Yes. Right? Oh, maybe I'll be like an octopus pirate. It's very specific. We can talk about it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, just bouncing ideas here. That's okay. Um, But yeah, so what are you, in terms of the pirate one shot specifically, because that's coming up soon-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you looking forward to with that one? Like anything you're kind of like thinking might happen or you're hoping will happen or whatever? I'm excited to have gameplay back on a boat because mm-hmm. uh, like my first thing, we were on a boat for a lot of it mm-hmm. for the first campaign. So I'm really excited for that. And I've never played as a pirate. I was a rogue for the one shot, um, <laughs> but a different alignment than 
I'm going to be for this one. So I'm excited for that. And I don't think I'm going to be magical for this. Mm-hmm. And also it's my friend's first game. So I'm excited for that yes. for her. Shout out to <laughs> Naomi's friend Celeste because she's playing for the first time with the pirate one shot. Also a shout out to DM team member Abby's friend Kate, who's also playing in the pirate one shot for the first time. Are, do you know if we're in the same group? You are not. Okay. Yeah. We're spacing out the beginners a little bit, but um, Fair. we do have a couple beginners in the pirate one shot, which is going to be very fun. I feel like those are a good introduction. Yeah. Pirate that way, if you set up a character that you don't end up liking, no problem. Yeah, that's uh, kind of yeah, what's fun about you how to play a bit. Yeah. And one of the reasons I set up the one shots the way I did, I don't know if you know this or not, but is because I was DMing the long shot and a lot of the players were like very new to D&D and this was more or less the first time they'd ever played D&D. So they had these characters and they liked their characters, of course, because they played with them for about like three or four months, something like that. It was kind of a medium long campaign, but they had never really played with any other characters. So I was like, you know, it'll be really fun if instead of trying to make a new long campaign for them over the summer or keep this long campaign going, why don't we just play a bunch of one shots and then they can try out a bunch of different characters in a bunch of different settings. I like that too, like learning about the different like races and alignments and stuff, planism, like immersive learning is helpful. Yeah. And like just to We'll do like a little, a little teeny bit of a spoiler here, but okay. there is going to be a couple. Um, Sorry for that sound. <laughs> it's okay. It was kind of a fun one. Going to be a couple one shots that are like all the same class. So you have to do that class, but you can do whatever race you want, and then you can explore the fun combos that go with like any race you want with that particular class you have to play. Oh, that's fun. And how the race affects the class abilities because you're all going to be different races. Yeah. Right? Well, that's interesting. That's going to be a fun one. Somebody keeps, like, um, requesting Norse mythology. And is it you? (laughs) It's not. But that reminds me of this kid I had in one of my classes last year who was obsessed with Norse mythology and was constantly mentioning it every single class. I just had to check because you made a face where I was like, this could be her guilty face. Um, No, that was more so, like, I forgot that guy existed because he followed me at a class once. And I was like, can I have your number? And I was like, okay. And then he never texted me. And I'm, like, really anxious. Why did you ask then? (laughs) Fair, honestly, that's a, that's a fair anecdote. But like, I'm um, happy because I was like too scared to say no. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a sucky oh, situation. But yeah, ended up okay, I guess. Um, yes. Yeah, but um, ominous, but good. Yeah. But yeah, uh, to the person who keeps requesting Norse mythology for the one shots, if you're listening to this, I know, I get it. I'm working on it. I know you want to be a Viking. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Stop requesting it. It's like we've played a couple one shots and I always do a little survey afterwards of just like, what did you think of the one shot? Did you like the people you were playing with? And then like requests because it happens sometimes where people maybe don't like their groups or didn't end up enjoying the one shot as much as they could have because of whatever. So I always like to check in with people, right? And every single form (laughs) from these one shots so far is just Norse mythology, Vikings. And I'm like, I get it. I like that they are specific about that though. Yes. Like we like someone who knows they want and is not afraid to ask for it. Oh yeah, 100%. I appreciate (laughs) you making the request. I will make it happen. It's just going to take a lot more world building and planning than I currently have time to do. (laughs) 
So shout out to that person. You know who you are, even if we don't know who you are. But yeah, any other fun little anecdotes or comments you want to say before we start kind of wrapping this up? Um, just if anyone is listening who's thinking about trying D&D, go for it. Yeah. Like, I definitely had my hesitations and, like, my little preconceived judgmental notions, <laughs> um, but I am loving it, and yeah. it's quite freeing to get to be creative in a way. Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't been creative in like, like I used to do like a lot of, I guess, role-playing games, you know, where you pretend like, oh no, we've crashed on an island. We have yeah. to build a fort. Like like imaginary you know, games. Imaginary. Thank you. It's fun. And I haven't done that in a long time. And it feels good to be doing that again. Yeah. It's kind of like adult imagination games, right? And it's also fun. Yeah. Like this is something Scott and I talked about in um, our episode Hi, Scott. together. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to that episode. It's going to be one of the first ones that's uploaded. But um, the thing with D&D is that Following the rules is great and knowing the rules is great, but also if you just want to make up your own rules, make up your own rules. Like go to freaking WikiHow or something and just be like general how D&D works. <laughs> and then from there, like make characters however you want, like make the stories however you want, like share one D20 among like four or five of you and just use nothing but that to find out what happens. Like you can do whatever you want with D&D. Yeah. So if you're thinking about trying it, try it. And if you're thinking about trying it and you want resources, or you like don't know how to start out uh shoot us a message on the disaster masters pod platform <laughs> any of them join it join, join us yes come to the dock side we have pretty dice and snacks um <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need for a little crow attention it's true <laughs> All, all our fellow goblins and crow people out there, uh, try D&D out. You won't regret it. And even if you don't end up enjoying it, it's an hour of your time and it won't be wasted. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for hanging out with me. That's a great place to end. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, of course. Well, hopefully- for introducing me in your little, in like the different groups. Yeah, of course. And hopefully you'll come back and be on the podcast another time at some point. Oh, yeah. um, maybe Roscoe will just show up instead. We'll see. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I, I was thinking about maybe doing that where I have all the characters from the current long campaign come up and I'll do an episode in their character. <laughs> <laughs> That, I thought that would be kind of funny. But like there's just a newscaster in the forest that is like, hold up, what are your thoughts on yes. the Kelpies? Yes. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Kelpies? How many shadow demons have you fought? <laughs> oh um, man, like a whole bunch. Yeah. So if you want that episode, let us know. <laughs> um, <laughs> just like if you want the dice episode, let me know. Do yeah, the dice thanks. episode. Yeah. Dice. Thanks mm-hmm. for hanging out with me. Thanks for recording with me. Thank you. And we're going to wrap it up. So feel free to go follow us on all our various platforms. Um, Instagram and Twitter both exist. Hey, friends. Editing Kaylee here again for the second episode in a row that I have gotten our Twitter handle wrong. What's with past Kaylee getting it wrong? Don't know. Anyways, our Twitter handle is at D underscore M underscore pod. And our Instagram is at Disaster Masters pod. And now we're going to go back to the original recording since I have corrected that once again. And we have an email for some reason. So feel free to shoot us an email. It's just disastermasterspod at gmail.com. If you have questions, comments, concerns, feel free to contact us any of those ways. Or if you just want to like Tell us that you really enjoyed a guest or if we said something you didn't like, feel free to email us. Any any reason. <laughs> or Send if you want to hate. 
<laughs> no, don't send us hate mail. Like, if you want to, whatever. But hopefully you have better things to do than send us hate mail. Start playing D&D. That's a better thing to do than sending us hate mail. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you really liked a guest, feel free to let us know. If you want to request future episodes, let us know. Or if you have ideas for one-shots, because a lot of the one-shots are going to be uploaded as live play episodes. So if you have ideas for one-shots that you want to hear us play, feel free to shoot them over on email or any of the other various social media platforms that we have. So until then, thanks for tuning in for another absolute disaster of a conversation and have fun. And now we're going to go to credits. Hold on, let me actually play the music. (laughs) (laughs) You mean my song, wasn't it? Well, that's going to go in there. But, make uh, your guests uh, sing their outro. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's definitely going in there. It's just going to be <laughs> singing and then the credits. Automobiles lifted and flung the Disaster Masters podcast was edited and produced by me, Kaylee Davies Niece. Our awesome original music is by Noah Stoley. To check out more of his really cool work, go check him out on Spotify or wherever else you get your music. An extra special thanks to today's cool person, Naomi Hermanson. I really hope I pronounced your last name right. And we hope to see you next time. The creation of a partial vacuum within the vortex can It's so fun having another goblin on the podcast. I love that.